0: Welcome to the Creekwood High School Football Coaches Show with Creekwood Head Coach Houston Thiel and Dixon Post Sports Reporter Casey Patrick. The Creekwood Football Coaches Show is brought to you by Preston Thompson's Carpet Shop, where all your flooring and paint needs since 1970 voted number one in Dixon County. The Dixon Tater Shack. Their potatoes are fluffy clouds of deliciousness that'll have you falling head over heels. New Wave Hobbies, bringing back the nostalgia with all your favorite childhood treasure in one place. Ace Hardware of White plum your one-stop shop for all your do-it-yourself needs, where service and quality are always on point. Drug-Free Dixon Coalition, empowering our community one step at a time towards a healthier, substance-free future. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, remember fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, here are Coach Houston Thiel and Casey Patrick.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Creekwood High School Football Coaches Show. My name is Casey Patrick. I'm here with Coach Houston Thiel. Uh, Coach, uh, last Friday your team lost 24-7 to to Fairview. Um, just kind of give us an idea of of what the difference was between the two teams and what made it hard to, to beat them.
2: Well, we can debunk the myth of – we lose because you're there, right, Casey? So I feel better about that. At <laughs> you least, can get a that. Bit. You can get that part off, and now you're welcome to start being back at our there we ball game. Yes, but, sir. Uh, one of those things when, uh, you know, when you when we left the game Friday night, and we talked about it as coaches on on Monday. Um, when we left Friday, man, you really just had this feeling of, um, you just didn't do anything well, um, and as you got back and kind of studied the tape, that was just. Really not the case. I mean, there was there was a lot of positives that come out of it. Now, obviously, you know, not the not the result that we're looking for, but um, you know, when you you come away from those games at times, and, and you've got a you, you've got a different aspect of um, what what that looks like, you know, and, and the feeling you take the emotion away from just the loss, and then actually study the tape, you're like, man, there was there was some good things there, but um, Fairview's a team that was. Uh, one of the more physical teams I I felt like that that we had played. Um, I didn't think they had a speed advantage um, that that we had faced uh, in weeks prior Um, but I I thought that they were one of the more physical teams that we played and they really won the line of scrimmage uh, offensively, defensively and and it made it tough um, to sustain things and our defense played well um, gave up a, a fourth down touchdown that you know, at fourth and 20-something and a goal on a goal line situation and, you know, just mixed up a coverage and gave up a touchdown there and, and another long run, some uncharacteristic things that, that, that they haven't done in the past. But um, I think the physicality was the thing that, that, that Fairview brought to us that, that we didn't handle and respond to as well as I would have hoped.
1: Well, and, and one of the other questions I've got written down here is, is of course, you know, we were talking before we started the show, um, you, you see the issues that that your team is your team may have are some of them fixable. I, I know that the size issues c- can be a challenge, and it doesn't you can't change your size. But um, are some of the other issues is there anything there that is fixable that you think you can get taken care of? Yeah, I mean that's part of coaching,
2: right? You're always finding things that that you can work on and better ways uh, for your team to head into a ball game. You know, and, and we've talked about it a lot, and it just kind of goes back to the constant theme of you know we got a lot of new guys out there um, and, and a lot of different places and with that being said not only are they um, newer guys to us they're they're younger guys I mean we're, we're playing a ton of sophomores a ton of juniors and with that when you're trying to figure out what game flow is like you know we talked about some of the procedural things that we had early in the season part of that is still just trying to get them uh, where they're able to To physically go compete Uh, I mean you know and like you said it you're not gonna take a kid that's six foot 190 pounds and then by next Friday have him at 63 270 I mean it's just that ain't gonna happen right but um you can do things to 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 try to help that guy technique wise I mean you we're in a public school I mean you know you've kind of got what you've got you know and that's a that that's the good thing you these guys want to play for the community want to play for their school that that's part of the great part of this whole high school football deal and um you know so yeah there's things that we can work on and we can fix but part of that too is man is still just kind of getting um getting used to playing high school football uh for some of these guys yeah yeah it's been a it's been a thing and that's the thing i've talked to alex pinson about a lot with our quarterback spot is that you know alex has definitely played football but first year being a full-time starter and,
1: and it's quarterback. It's a big. It's, it's an important position. Yeah,
2: and there's just a ton of things mentally that that's got to go through his head. And and he and we're all making mistakes, and he makes mistakes. And I, my constant message to him is, man, if we're gonna make this mistake in a ball game, that's at least learn from it. You know, that's not have it happen again. And and if you will show me that, then I can live with it. I can live with the mistake if we'll learn from it and we won't do it again. You know, absolutely.
1: Now um one of the other things I've got written down and wanted to ask is the locker room are you worried about the mood of the locker room or the vibe of your team and and how like mentally how they're approaching this year so far
2: Man I I you could come out here and uh, the intensity that we had yesterday in practice compared to we had leading up to to the start of the year is just as good Um you know and a lot of that is uh you know these guys enjoy being here they enjoy mm-hmm. being around each other uh, I think they enjoy being around their position coaches, you know, and, and, and trying to get better. Um, and another thing, too, is, um, you know, I, I make it a point on Mondays when we're we're preparing for the team that, that we face that particular week is, you know, giving an honest assessment of, you know, where we're at and, and not just always giving coach speak, you know, as a lack of better words for it, but actually getting up and telling them, hey, this is where we're at. This is the things that I think we do well. These are things that we're struggling at. Um, and I think part of that, too, is, you know, it, as in a game, man, coaches make mistakes, too. And, Absolutely. And I think it's important that on Mondays when we're breaking down their tape, you know, you let them know, hey, this this is a p- spot that I put a bad call in the game. You know, that, this was not a play that was going to be successful, and, and that's on us, you know. but
1: well, And that's accountability, too, and you want that from everybody in the right. program, right? And,
2: and I think when you're kind of fighting through these tough times, you want ownership, and, and, and you're not you're not deflecting. And I think – and I brought that up is I think it's important that the kids see that, you know, I'm owning things just like I'm asking them to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and when we talk about it, these guys know what our goal is, and our goal is to play in the postseason. And they know what needs to happen over these last four games to make that happen, you know. And uh, I think that it, as long as they understand what the task is, you know, we're not going to have any issues with um, – you know, guys laying down. I, I tell you, I think you can watch our games, and no matter what point in time you're looking at the tape, you're seeing a team that's playing hard.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're going to go to our first break real quick, and then uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about uh, Brendan Adams picked up the touchdown. We're going to talk about uh, some other guys that made some great plays on Friday night. Um, and then, uh, of course, don't, don't forget, we're going to preview Marshall County, too. It's a big game coming up. So, of course, he knows that. But uh, we're going to go to break real quick make
3: sure you don't go anywhere. Nothing updates your home like new flooring, and we have it all. Carpet LVP, wood, vinyl, and tile, along with professional installation, warranties, and friendly advice. Preston Thompson's Flooring & Paint, voted number one flooring store in Dixon County.
4: As your local Ace Hardware of White Bluff, we are all committed to being the helpful place by offering our customers personal service, quality products, and a convenient shopping experience from the local experts who know you best. As the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood, we promise that helping you is the most important thing we have to do today. Visit us online or in store.
5: If you love Funko Pop, Figures, video games, and Star Wars toys, you need to check out New Wave Hobbies. With new items arriving daily, there's always something new to discover. From Funko Pop, figures to video games, Star Wars toys to Marvel collectibles, we've got everything you're looking for. Whether you're a fan of sports, movies, or TV, you'll find something to excite you. Visit us in-store or check out our Facebook New Wave Hobbies virtual store page today.
6: At Dixon Tater Chef, We take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint. We're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine-in or take-out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111.
3: If your paint project calls for bold and vibrant neutrals or soft pastels, Benjamin Moore has the design-inspired colors you've been looking for in a full line of durable, long-lasting paints. And they're all here at Preston Thompson's Flooring and Paint, voted number one paint store in Dixon County.
1: Welcome back to the Creekwood High School Football Coaches Show. I'm Casey Patrick. I'm here with Coach Houston Thiel. Coach, um, offense and defense-wise on Friday night, uh, we'll start with the offense. Um, Brendan Adams picked up the touchdown. Can, can you tell us more, a little bit more about that play and then also uh, any other guys on offense that you thought really stood out and did play well on Friday?
2: Yeah I think and, and it comes down to consistency I, I think at times we had several different guys playing well you know and we're trying to get it to where you know we got 11 guys playing well throughout a ball game you know and it's always the goal but um, you know Brendan Brendan did score the touchdown and, and, and on that particular play uh, quarterback scrambled out um, made some time in the pocket uh, hit, hit Adams with a good throw um, Probably should have been a seven or eight-yard game, but Adams uh, was able to make a couple guys miss in open field. And then what really sprung it, uh, because I think it ended up being like a 35 or 36-yard touchdown play, um, was two blocks downfield by Dematis Henderson and Keon Robertson, um, two guys that are also receivers and and understand that their role is to take good plays and turn them into big plays. And and both of those guys did that by getting blocks downfield that was able to spring uh, that touchdown. So, yeah, offensively I had a lot of guys that, that played well, um, you know, continue to see uh, Jaden Elliott. Jaden was a little bit more um, impactful on the game uh, this Friday. He'd been more of a receiver, slot receiver, um, that, that's done a lot in that position, but got a few carries uh, in the backfield um, and had some positive yards there. Um, Xavier Knight was a guy that, man, he. we've been kind of asking him to be a more physical runner, and, and Friday I thought he really Ran how we hoped that he would run mm-hmm. um and really showed some positive things um second second down uh, of, of our first drive he um he he gets a cut back and and takes this carry for uh, probably 14, 15 yards but uh White House has a really um, solid strong safety uh that plays for them and um senior kid that that's been there and played a lot of ball uh Xavier sophomore and them two met at about ten yards and Xavier just kept running is all yeah. we got to say about it, you know, after that collision. So that's kind of what we want to see from him, man. And I, I was really excited. Um, and I, he's definitely capable of that, oh, too. 100%. He's a strong kid. Yeah, he, he, I think he had six or seven carries, and, and every one of them was hard physical runs. And a lot of that's just, again, and I, I we don't want to make the excuse of always being young, but, you know, he, he's this is his first year getting significant carries in the uh, varsity level. And, you know, he's been used to being a guy that could – most of the time just outrun guys to the edge and that's not how it's going to work for him on Fridays you know Absolutely. he's got to learn to set his blocks up and, and to be a powerful runner and he 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 did that Friday so I'm really excited to kind of see him build on that
1: well and and defensively too and, and I've got another question here younger guys making a name for themselves i know you've got a team full of younger guys but um and first we'll start with your defense defensively who were some guys that you thought were really good but also just some other younger guys that maybe I haven't done a good job of, 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 you know, getting in my articles. Who are some younger guys that deserve more credit? Well,
2: talking defense, I, I mean, um, you know, really only, um, you know, only got two seniors that are consistently out there um, defensively, um, and that's Alex Bradshaw in the secondary and Charlie McCormick at linebacker. Now we rotate some seniors in on the defensive line and a couple other positions, but other than that, those are your only two that that's playing a lot of defense. Um, and then talk about real young guys that had two linebackers that's played a lot for us. Uh, Braden Windrow, inside linebacker, is a sophomore. Uh, Landon Augusto has played a lot of outside linebacker. He's a
1: sophomore. Uh, you know. And, and Augusto's a name that I've been hearing. I started to hear it a little bit last year, but this year you hear it more and more and more. He's he's going to be a big piece of the, the team. Yeah, in the next coming year.
2: a big piece of the team right now. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, but definitely as you move forward, and, and not that you can ever sit here and be like, ah, you know, but you don't want to justify or make things okay that you know you're not always getting the results that you want on Fridays but you know you got also got to be a realistic too and kind of see what you're playing with um, absolutely and and you look out there and you know you're looking at our linebacker core um and, and you know you got one senior, two sophomores and a junior out there um you know you're playing um you look at the defensive line uh, Stone Grove is a senior that rotates in some in the rotation on the defensive line but you know Nathan Light been probably our best defensive lineman up until this point, he's a junior. Xavier Knight, been a really good defensive in force sophomore. Yeah. Um and then you go start looking at guys in the back end with, with Jay Nelly and Keon and Demodis and um Dalton Groves. All juniors, you know, guys that um still got a lot of football left to play and you kinda go back to that conversation of making mistakes. You know, we had some mistakes in the secondary Friday that um you know it. Obviously, they hurt in the moment, but you're hoping that, you know, Learn we've made it. it now. We're not going to make that mistake again. And if if that's the case, you, you can live with it a little bit. Yeah,
1: and, and uh, one thing that we've brought up a few times sitting here on this show, and and I've and you we've interviewed and talked about special teams has been an area that you that you've been really happy with at, at parts of the season. Is that is that something that um, is continuing for you? I mean, you're still happy with your special teams unit?
2: Yeah, you know we. Got a goal always to be 100% on PATs, um, and we only kicked one, but we're 100% on that on Friday. Kaden Thompson, another junior, um, that ha- has really stepped into that role this year and been really, uh, really consistent for us. Um, consi- constantly working uh, on that, you know, and 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 trying to improve his technique as a punter, um, as his kicker. But also, at, we talked about that stuff with the, with the field goal operation. There's a lot more that goes into it than just a kick, right? Absolutely. Uh, You know, and and Xavier, and we've talked about this, but Xavier's done a good job with that, Jaden Holden. Um, Caden, talk a little bit more about him. Um, Done a really good job with our place kicking, but our kickoffs, something that we've been able to uh, do effectively is spot kick, you know, and being able to tell him, hey, this is where we need this ball to land um, for it to be effective. And a lot of times – you know he puts it. I mean, it's almost like he's out there playing a the game, and he's got these, you know, top golf style places mm-hmm. that that he's going to kick at. But when when you don't catch a, a kickoff clean, man, it just it kind of slows chaos. a whole. it Yeah, it slows the whole process up, and um, Caden has done a really good job. So glad he's a part of the team. Look forward to uh,
1: seeing him continue to grow. All righty, well, uh, we're going to take our next break. When we get back. I'm going to ask Coach if he saw anything over the weekend that he liked. Um, I don't know if you saw that Dolphin score, but that was a crazy game. Right. Uh, but uh, we're, we're going to go to break. We're going to come back. We're, I'm going to ask him some questions, so y'all make sure you don't go anywhere.
7: Ethan was just one of those kids who was so kind. He was 16, funny as could be. He was just going to go hang out with some friends. He wanted to come home early and get a good night's sleep. He said, good night, Mom. See you in the morning. Love you. And my response was, I love you, too. You know, I was talking to him, son it's time to get up and he didn't move. You know, your head doesn't go that my son has died. Having a hard conversation is so much easier than sitting
4: in my seat. As your local Ace Hardware of White Bluff, we are all committed to being the helpful place by offering our customers personal service, quality products, and a convenient shopping experience from the local experts who know you best. As the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood, we promise that helping you is the most important thing we have to do today. Visit us online or in store.
5: If you love Funko Pop, figures, video games, and Star Wars toys, you need to check out new wave hobbies. With new items arriving daily, there's always something new to discover. From Funko Pop, figures to video games, Star Wars toys to Marvel collectibles. We've got everything you're looking for. Whether you're a fan of sports, movies, or TV, you'll find something to excite you. Visit us in store, or check out our Facebook, New Wave Hobbies virtual store page today.
4: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. (laughs) (laughs) really good
3: try. There aren't any cops around.
6: I can't think there were
0: any cops around. I drink and drive all the time.
5: Sir, sir, you've
1: been in a serious crash. I'm to hang on, okay? Welcome back to the Creekwood High School Football Coaches Show. I'm Casey Patrick. I'm here with Coach Steele. Coach, uh, this past weekend, um, of course, I just brought up the Dolphins. It was a wild score. Do you, I don't know if I've asked you already, do you have a fantasy football team? And if so, uh, did you have either one of the Dolphins running backs on Sunday? <laughs>
2: no, I do not have a fantasy team. I, I used to be involved in all those things, and these, the coaches and the guys would get me in on it. But I'm notorious for the guy that, you know, you'll look up in week four, and he's or how later in the season, and, I mean, I've got six guys on byes. You yeah. know, I, I, I get in these things, and... and you just get caught up with all the stuff that you're doing Monday through Friday, yeah. and you let it get by. And so, no, I'm not on any uh, fantasy <laughs> teams, but uh, I did. Uh, I did have a couple guys that had the uh, the, the Dolphins running back that uh, what do you have? End up having four touchdowns or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: I, I had him in three leagues, and that's why I bring it up because I, I like to gloat about the fact that I went out <laughs> no. and drafted that kid. Um, yeah, he he scored 50 points for me, but um, uh, 70
2: in an NFL game. We had saw, and I checked it, and it was maybe 42 or something, which is a lot for an NFL oh, game. Yeah. Then I
1: looked back, and I was like,
2: does that say 70? Yeah. I mean, and it was just like, holy smokes. But,
1: Well, yeah, and I was, um, of course, Sunday I went, I went over to Dixon, and that's when I recorded the show over there. And, I mean, I was sitting there talking with the coaches as that game was ending, and I was waiting to talk to Coach Tomlinson, and, and we were just talking about how crazy that was. Seventy points doesn't happen very often in an NFL game, <laughs> yeah. but did you see anything Saturday that that you liked? I, I wound up playing in a golf scramble, so I didn't get to watch much college football.
2: Well, I, again, my Saturday was spent with our, our our new house that we're building. So I yeah. I did um did catch a little bit of the end of the uh, Notre Dame Ohio State game. Um, that was a good game. And you know, bring up a point of you know, kind of every every coach's fear, you know, is. That you go out there and, and, and you don't have enough guys out on the field um and not that you ever feel okay about it but when you see guys that are making a whole lot of money uh to coach these football teams and uh they go out there and you got 10 guys on the field
1: i'm pretty sure two plays in a row too yeah so
2: it it's one of those things that
1: it make me sick. Right. Oh, and, and <laughs> yeah. you do.
2: And I mean, and, and those are the things. But it's like, man, how do they, you know, we have checks and balances to try to keep that from happening with us. You know they have those in place. But it just goes to show you that in a ball game, even at, when you're coaching, I mean, you're in the moment just like the kid is, yep. you know, and at times that those things um, get lost. And any time that you've got action down there at the goal line and they limit, you know, how far down the sideline mm-hmm. that you could go, communication becomes so much harder um you know you can't just pull guys in and out as quick um so not that um you know i, I coach wilson our girls basketball coach also is our runs the balls for us on friday night big notre dame guy so i'm yeah. uh, really pulling pulling for him saturday night so he he could have himself a good weekend but um you know it, it's one of those things that that sticks out to you it kind of goes back to you know me and you being a tennessee fan that the Dooley era when uh, oh, God. we got all the guys out there on the L- at the LSU game and we and we feel good about a stop. We've got thirteen
3: guys
1: out there playing. Defense. I had forgotten about that. See, you bringing up old stuff, coach, it kills me. Yeah, you just can't you can't let it go. It's man. rough. It's hard to watch. I mean, as a fan, and I, I mean, I feel bad for Coach Wilson, but um, <laughs> I, I really do. I got one more question before we go to our next break. Yes, sir. Coach, do you have any – are there any – of course, dion has been – Dion Sanders in Colorado has been the show for everybody. Right. Are Are there any bandwagon teams that you've kind of – or like something that you've kind of just wanted to keep up with this year you've liked watching that maybe isn't Tennessee or, or the Titans or something like that? Well, I mean,
2: I, I think it, anybody that's keeping up with college football at all knows kind of what's going on with Colorado just mm-hmm. because it's pushed – uh, you know, and they do such a good job with their media and their content that it seems like it's everywhere. everywhere. that you that you turn on anything, and um, it's kind of like my mom was brought up Deion Sanders, and I'm like, Mom, what are, you, what are we talking about? <laughs> and then not only are we talking about Deion, it's because she's seen him giving speeches on TikTok. So now we've got yep. we've got double issues here. That first we're on TikTok, and now that we're you know got know what Deion Sanders uh, pregame speech looks yeah. like, but. Man, I, I can't say I, I'm a I'm a Tennessee homer, um, yeah, me too. Through and through, and as far as keeping up with things, that's about the only team that I that I really try to keep an eye on. And you know, I, there would have been a time that you know when I'd have been in high school or even younger that if a guy trotted out on the field and I saw the number, I knew who it was. Yeah. Um, now I, you know, I there, there's guys out there that that I you know I'm still trying to learn them, and and I consider myself a big fan, but you know it's still to the point where you know, you just don't know. Um, you don't know everybody anymore. So I, I, I that's something that I, I wish I, I should be a better fan at. I guess.
1: Well, and to be fair, coach, I mean, both of us, we keep up with enough rosters as right. is, right? You yeah. know, so it's, um, that's usually my excuse if I forget a Titan or a volunteer. I d- I'm not paid to know them, so I don't, <laughs> I don't need to. Know. Uh, but, uh, but we're going to go to our, our last break when we get back. We're going to preview Marshall County, who uh, is pretty strong. Yeah, uh, certainly. They're pretty good this year. So. Uh, Make sure you don't go anywhere. We got to talk about the Tigers coming up, so we'll be right back.
3: Nothing updates your home like new flooring and we have it all. Carpet, LVP, wood, vinyl, and tile, along with professional installation, warranties, and friendly advice. Preston Thompson's Flooring and Paint, voted number one flooring store in Dixon County.
6: At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine-in or take-out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111.
7: Ethan was just one of those kids who was so kind. He was 16, funny as could be. He was just gonna go hang out with some friends. He wanted to come home early and get a good night's sleep. He said, good night, mom. See you in the morning. Love you. And my response was, I love you too. You know, I was talking to him, son, it's time to get up. And he didn't move. You know, your head doesn't go that my son has died. Having a hard conversation is so much easier than sitting in my seat.
3: If your paint project calls for bold and vibrant neutrals or soft pastels, Benjamin Moore has the design-inspired colors you've been looking for in a full line of durable, long-lasting paints. And they're all here at Preston Thompson's Flooring and Paint, voted number one paint store in Dixon County.
0: Welcome back to the Creekwood High School
1: Football Coaches Show. I'm Casey Patrick. I'm here with Coach Steele. Coach, uh, we've got Marshall County. Uh, You're headed to Marshall County this week. They're five and one. Just quickly, what can you tell me about the Tigers? What do you know?
2: Really good ball team. Uh, You know, I think that um, probably the second most talented team that we've seen this year behind Pearl Cone. Uh, Got a really good quarterback, Silas Teet. um, Got another receiver, um, A.J. Jones, uh, I believe is how his name is pronounced. Number two. You know, we always talk about numbers, right? Mm -hmm. So number two uh, for those guys, been around, and um, really good ball player. Um, But they just do some things that, um, you know, it's – Hard to contain. Uh, They do a really good job of spreading the ball out. Got a lot of weapons. Uh, Quarterback is um, really good at, um, seems like, man, he always just finds the open guy. Uh, There's times where, you know, it looks like they got pretty good pass defense and, you know, he's working through progressions and is able to find him. So, uh, be a big test for our secondary uh, defense as a whole. It's going to be tested, you know. Offensively, um, kind of an old school, like, five two front i mean you know and you, most of the time you get up to the ball there's gonna be five guys on the line of scrimmage which is you know you see it at times but not consistently where that's about what they show all the time um you know so kind of kind of got some things that you know we think that should be effective or could be effective if if, if we operate cleanly but one thing you know when you go to marshall county um it, it, it's going to be loud it's going to be hostile i mean it they get after you. Yeah. Uh you know, they uh, I I went down there as a um uh senior in high school and you know, Marshall County's kind of been one of these teams that throughout the history of Creekwood they've kind of popped into the region and then they disappeared. but uh when I was a senior here Marshall County was uh in our region and good ball team. We go down there, never never played them. Really never even heard of Marshall County, yeah. but we go down there and warm ups and the stands are basically already f- filled up and they're getting after us, you know. And then, you know, they they play. Um, they're the tigers, so they play "Welcome to the Jungle" to, to, to kind of introduce their team. Yeah. And it was just one of those things. As a, a player, you were kind of feeling you were a little intimidated when yeah. it all first started.
1: It's, it's uh, go time.
2: Yeah, it was. And and they jumped out to a twenty-one nothing lead on us that night. And I I, I credit a lot of that to ha- how we felt pregame and kind of how they how the. Fans treated us and just the overall atmosphere. But we rallied ended up winning 28-21 uh, that night. Big, big game for us. But um, I expect that when we go back down there um, uh, this Friday. We were down there a couple years ago. And yeah. It's a fun place to play there. It, one of, a lot of these times when you're playing these older, older schools, um, they're uh, – Stadiums, you know, it's it's not on campus. It, it's down in town a little bit. Yeah, seems like it's just one of those things that uh, it's often the neighbor in the neighborhood where yep. everybody comes out, and it, it's just uh, it'd be a fun night. It, it, it's a good thing for for to be a part of, but. Um, can can be hostile at times.
1: And I was at the Marshall County game two years ago at Marshall County, and you do, you kind of have to drive down a back road and yeah. then go behind somebody's house. And, <laughs> and then you get there, and then the rest of the cars are there, and everybody's there. Right, yeah. Um, but uh, now the story you just told me about the 28-21 comeback, I'm sure your team's heard that story by now, haven't they? Well, I
2: maybe some of them. Uh, you know, I tell these stories, of uh, try to bring back past experiences. Um, Absolutely. You know, and I they may or may not have heard that. I, I don't know uh, – I don't this squad as a whole has yeah. not heard that story just okay. yet okay. uh, so you are you keep 'em in your pocket, you know whenever uh whenever you need to to go but um man sometimes you you bring that up and you wonder like are these kids getting getting my message, are they yeah. getting what I say, and that they're hearing you um you know I, we get they got a phrase going right now that apparently I say a lot um. <laughs> that we won't go into, but it, yeah, the yeah. kids, uh, and I'll hear them saying it, and I'm like,
1: smart Elliot. Yeah, basically,
2: yeah, just, no, I, just having a good time with you. you know. Yeah. like They're picking up on everything
1: you say and do. Yes, they do. High school boys pick up on everything that they can. I know that for a fact. <laughs> um, now, Marshall County's got four straight wins. Uh, are, are you worried at all that they've got a little bit more momentum coming into this game than your team?
2: Oh, well, I mean, you're coming off four straight wins uh, – yeah. yeah. I mean they're they're definitely gonna be riding high. I know uh talked with Coach Osteen, uh, their head coach, um this week. Uh, they got some things going on homecoming week, uh for those guys. Um but it it's a region game, um, you know, so we're we're excited. Um uh, we're in a spot where, you know, we're two and one in the region, so mm-hmm. you know, we, our guys know we've got four region games left. We gotta yep. play Marshall County, then we're on a bye, then we got Station Camp, Greenbrier and White House. They know how this season shakes out as far as what they need to accomplish uh to be in the
1: postseason. And I'm glad you brought brought up those last four games. That's my last question. Uh last question of the show. But Coach, you do have four games left. They're all region games. You know how important this is. Do you feel like your guys know how important the back end of the schedule is?
2: Yeah, and and we've kind of been talking about this all year long that we 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 anticipate that when we come up here uh for that last game of the season we play White House out here. You know, we're we're playing for playoff seating. We're playing for a playoff spot. Um, You know, and and our guys know that. And that's kind of what I was alluding to at the beginning when we talked about not just giving them coach speak and being honest. Um, You know, they know where they're at. They they know what kind of team Marshall County is. Um, They they know what they've got to do to to go out there and make that a competitive ball game. Um, But they also know, you know, the games as we finish out this season that are are must-win games
1: if they want to keep playing football. Absolutely. Well, thank you for being with me today, Coach. Good luck on Friday against Marshall County. At Marshall County, a little bit of a drive, but uh, got a chance to pick up another region win against a really strong team. But um, we'll catch you back here next week, and thank you all for coming and watching the show, and uh, we'll see you all later.
3: You've been
6: watching the Creekwood High School Coaches Show with Creekwood Head Coach Houston Fields and Dixon Coast Sports Reporter Casey Patrick. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest on Creekwood football. The Creekwood Football Coaches Show is brought to you by Preston Thompson's Carpet Shop, Dixon Tater Shack, New Wave Hobbies, Ace Hardware of White Bluff, Drug Free Dixon Coalition, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.